Gamba Osaka vs. Kashiwa Raisal 2021 J1 Season Round 30 Panasonic Stadium Suita Sunday September 26, 2021 Kickoff, 1900 Hours, JST It's the first leg of a crucial home doubleheader for Gamba this weekend as they host fellow surprise strugglers Kashiwa Raisal on Sunday night. The outcome of this game and next Saturday's encounter with Hokkaido Kansado Sapporo will go a long way to shaping the remainder of the Narutsuri's campaign, a gentle stroll, or a frantic crawl while constantly keeping tabs on what's going on lower down in the standings. The final match to be played at Panasonic Stadium before the 5,000 supporter limit is East Pitts Gamba, in 14th, against the side who sit just one place and three points above them in the standings. Should the Narutsuri be able to extend the feel-good factor generated by their 4-1 midweek thrashing of Shonen Belmare in the Emperor's Cup and pick up any sort of victory then they'd overtake the Sun Kings. Conversely, if the men from Chiba are able to leave Suita with the win then that'd shift them onto 36 points, past my working threshold of 35 to be safe this year. Worth noting too is that this Saturday, Tokushima in 17th, 7 points adrift of Gamba, Travel to Vigal to Sendai and any result in the clash will leave the Aota Kuro needing to avoid defeat here in order to maintain or extend the gap between themselves and the drop zone. Those of you who tuned into this week's episode of the J Talk podcast will know I'm going to be in attendance for this one and if you haven't had a listen already then I encourage you to do so as you'll hear my thoughts on Gamba's harrowing 3-1 defeat at Kashima, Raysal's 3-0 loss at home to Hiroshima and a complete rundown of all the recent talking points in J1. It's available on all good podcast apps, including Spotify, so do check it out. Tale of the Tape It's interesting that despite the totally different paths that have led them to round 30, only three points separate Kashiwa and Gamba and they both possess identical goal differences, minus 11. Race all have scored and conceded seven more than the Narot Surrey which I think serves as a decent indicator of the relative strengths and weaknesses of the two teams. A brief glance at the second bottom line in the middle stats table below makes pretty grim reading for anyone of a Gamba persuasion. I can have my usual dig at Kashima for milking the shots for figures with a number of speculative efforts from distance, they scored four times from 45 attempts this year versus once from 51 in 2020 so something's improved, but in this case what you see in that chart gives a pretty accurate indication of the flow of the match. Despite that, after Tiago Alves spot kick, Kosuke Anas almost curled in what would have been a beautiful but wholly unmerited second near the end and at that point it seemed Antler's centre-back Aikuma Sekigo was over eagerness to fly into challenges and leave his fellow defenders exposed was the most likely assist provider for the Narutsuri. Big improvements are expected in this match and the outcome of Wednesday's Emperor's Cup fourth round tie with Shonen perhaps gives some indicators as to how Gamba can earn the three points here. The Narutsuri found themselves three up going into halftime versus a shell-shocked Belmare, courtesy of goals in the second, 26th and 42nd minutes, However, in the league it's been a different story with early strikes and comfortable leads almost unheard of in recent matches. During their present run of just a solitary win from their last eight league fixtures, the only time the men in blue and black have held the advantage was for the final eight minutes of the 1-0 away victory over Shimizu thanks to Hiroto Yamami's wonder goal. At home the situation has been even more dire as the Gamba faithful haven't seen their side record a J1 victory for almost two months since the come-from-behind triumph over Oita on 27th of July where Takashi Usami's winner was essentially the last kick of the game. One draw and three defeats have followed with the Narutsuri lacking pace and incision in attack and being forced to chase games for long periods. This has allowed opponents to expose the home side's tiredness later on, Takuma Nishimura and Shoma DOI's solo efforts in the previous two league outings are painful evidence of that, I know DOI's happened in an away game, but I think the point holds up nonetheless. I've rambled on for longer than I cared to in this section, but my basic argument is this, 
Gamba must strike early and decisively against both Kashiwa on Sunday and Sapporo next week in order to grab the six points that will make the rest of 2021 so much easier. People who followed my work throughout the year will have noted the number of times I've criticized Kashiwa for various transgressions and I want to make it clear that I have nothing against Raysal. My harsh words are more an expression of disappointment at the unfulfilled potential I see in their ranks rather than anything malicious. The Sun Kings began 2021 horribly, taking just 14 points from their first 19 outings, to leave veteran coach Nelson Ho's job hanging by a thread. However, starting with the hugely fortuitous 4-2 win at Shonen in round 20, Raysal have picked up points at the clip of an ACL contender, 19-10 games. Though, as we can maybe gather from their 3-0 humbling at home to Hiroshima last weekend, this upsurge in results perhaps owes more to Lady Luck shining on them after casting them into the shadows during the early months of the season. I struggle to find any reasons for their improvement when poring over the stats I collect on a game-by-game basis. Looking at XG, they outscored their opposition 11 times to 8 in their opening 19 fixtures, but only won 4 times. In their most recent 10 outings, it's an even 5-5 in terms of XG wins and losses while the Sun Kings boast a 6-1-3 record in actual on-field results. XG for per game has risen 0.08 over the past 10 matches, while XG against also increased by 0.02. Additionally, Kashiwa are taking 0.6 shots more per match, but getting 0.1 less on target and at the other end, opponents are having 0.2 more efforts at goal per 90 minutes and finding the target 0.8 times more. There's nothing there to suggest Nelson has firmly got to grips with the issues at hand, Though, in his defense, he has seemingly settled on a back three formation and there's been a bit more consistency overall in his team selections. However, recurring injuries and a bloated squad continue to hold them back, without question. I'll revisit some of these points in the Kashiwa Raysal section below. Head to head. Kashiwa earned a valuable three points, just their second win of the year, when they saw off Gamba at Hitachi Dai back in April. Playmaker Ataru Esaka, now at Barawa, put in an outstanding performance and Brazilian substitute Mateus Savio added urgency to the attack, but the game's only goal came via the rather unlikely source of Raysal veteran Hidikazu Otani. Despite Kishiwa huffing and puffing and threatening to blow Gamba's house down for large periods during the second half, it appeared we were heading for a stalemate until Otani's decisive strike 14 minutes from time left the Narutsuri winless and goalless from their opening four fixtures. Gamba ground out an important 2-1 win over Alunga-inspired Raysal at Panasonic Stadium last October. That match is mostly remembered for Adam Ilson's stunning winner in the final minute, which would sadly prove to be the Brazilian's last goal in a Gamba uniform as he was involved in a drink-driving incident just over 24 hours later and subsequently had his contract terminated. The home side had earlier taken the lead thanks to a Kim Sung-gyu own goal resulting from an incident in which the South Korean collided with Patrick inside the six-yard box. The referee opted to allow the goal to stand despite strong protests from Cristiano et al. For me it was a 50-50 call just like the decision to rule out Rio Shinzato's header in the Levon Cup tie back in February. One was given, one wasn't, pretty fair on the balance of things. Just a final comment on that League Cup match back in 2020 as it was Gamba's last pre-pandemic home fixture and it also featured one of the best goalkeeping displays I've ever seen live in a stadium with the aforementioned Kim Sung-gyu denying Gamba time and again during a second-half onslaught. For the sake of parody, I'll mention that Michael Alunga gave Kashiwa a deserved first-half lead and rattled the host's crossbar late on as they ran out of steam in the aftermath of Shinzato's disallowed effort. Gamba Osaka with goals, or lack of them, being a central theme to many of my Gamba-related complaints this season, 
and in light of the Nerot Series 4-1 win over Shonen plus the fact they've failed to score more than twice at home in the league since November 2019, I thought now would be a good time to dedicate a little space to Gamba's Mr. Goals this year, Patrick. It may surprise J-League observers to learn that the Brazilian currently has 17 strikes from 35 outings, 21 starts, in all competitions in 2021. That's a goal every 112 minutes, though unfortunately that jumps up to every 192 minutes in J1. As mentioned above, a hard and fast start is vital against Kashiwa, and Patrick, in tandem with Usami and Wellington Silva are the men who need to make that happen. Another common theme in this column has been deliberations over Gamba's formation. Against Kashima last Saturday a back three was once again deployed with Ryu Takao still looking rusty following his injury layoff and the recalled Shunya Shugenuma appearing utterly devoid of confidence. Regardless of whether or not Gen Shoji is fit enough to play here, I have the feeling Matsunami will opt for a back four. This was the system that closed out the Antlers match and also saw off an understrength shonen in midweek, it also allows the three gunslingers I deified above, Patrick, Usami, and Wellington Silva, to all make the starting eleven. Team News The return of the now bleach blonde dyed Tsukamoto as a second half sub against Shonen gave the Narutsuri a welcome boost, particularly in the wake of the announcement that Leandro Pereira and Yuji Ono have picked up hamstring injuries. Captain Gentamiura's knee problem is likely to keep him out for most of the remaining fixtures, while central defensive partner Gen Shoji missed the trip to former club Kashima through what I can only translate as poor physical condition. Unfortunately, I can't shed any more light than that, but all Gamba supporters will be praying for his swift return. Popular utility player Yuya Fukuda took to Instagram to let fans know his recovery will take a little more time, but he's champing at the bit to make a return. Long-term absentee Haruto Shirai is back in full training following knee surgery, but is unlikely to crack the match day squad anytime soon and backup keeper Jun Ikamori, shoulder, is still out. Kosuke Anas had to be replaced by Shu Karata in the first half of the 4-1 route of Shonen after appearing to take a heavy knock to his leg, potentially his knee, I'm unsure as to how serious the issue is, but we probably won't see him on Sunday. Predicted lineups and stats. Kashiwa Raisal. Selecting my Gamba predicted starting lineup usually keeps me awake at night with all the chopping and changing that goes on from one game to the next, but Kashiwa give them a run for their money having used 36 players this season compared with Gamba's 27. The 3-0 home defeat to Hiroshima makes me think there will be some alterations in addition to the injury, suspension issues that I'll detail below. Brazilian forward Pedro Raul, who netted three times in eight J1 games surprisingly departed for Juarez in Mexico on loan this week having only signed for Raysal back in March, whether it's because of a falling out with Nelson Ho, as has been rumored in some less than reliable quarters, or due to failing to settle in Japan, remains to be seen. But, what we can say is, it's another hammer blow to a Sun King's attack already reeling from the losses of Alunga and Esaka in the past 12 months. They are having to rely more and more on the aging Cristiano and injury-prone Yusuke Sagawa and the fruits of that can be seen in their inconsistent results this year. In all honesty, come December it wouldn't surprise me if Nelson Ho goes the way of compatriot Lavir Culpi, see how I managed to squeeze him into yet another match preview, a once great club manager who's now stayed at the disco too long and needs to be put out to pasture. Any potential new coach will inherit a talented squad with a number of burgeoning talents, but also several weak areas meaning that I'm sure the coming off-season will not be a quiet one in the western part of Chiba. Team News Midfield Hardman Richardson picked up his fourth yellow card of the season against Hiroshima and will miss this tie due to suspension. Fellow central midfielder Hidikazu Otani has been out with a shoulder injury since mid-May and is expected back soon. 
It's still unknown if young centre-back Takumi Kamijima has recovered from his heavy fall in the match with Sanfreki which caused him to be stretchered off. Versatile midfielder Hayato Nakama has been missing since 19 June while winger Ipi Shinozuka and Brazilian Volante Dotti haven't featured in the matchday squad for the past seven league outings. Predicted lineups and stats. Thanks for reading and enjoy the game whoever you're supporting.